Thank you for joining us on Love That Voiceover, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. I am your sheep geek unique ghost. Love that Rebecca. Hey now, it's Dave Fenoy. Keep listening to Love That Voiceover. Yeah! Are we there yet? My pants feel squishy. Oh, sorry, okay. And with that, we enter the show. Welcome, everybody, you beautiful, fabulous, sexy people. We have with us the very talented Mark Grau. Welcome, Mark. Welcome. So so tell me, now, help me understand, do we go into the studio or do we go into the voiceover career? It's really this meshed uh, together life. Is that correct? I'm doing. That's why. See, I just I don't really know. I'm master of none. <laughs> no. I have a be- I have a belief that you're master of all. And and how do you so when you're producing, when you're doing all this music and sound effects, where's the voiceover guy inside you that's done all this great work? How does how does he play with that? How, how can you balance that? Voiceover portion is is somewhat separate in that, you know, I have an agent here in L.A. I'm with Atlas now, which is a phenomenal agency. They have offices here in uh, in Hollywood and, and uh, in New York. And they're very, very hands-on and, and really, uh, they're great. I, I was with William Morris for, oh, goodness, I don't know, 14, 16 years and just recently moved to Atlas. And it's phenomenal. They're, they're probably the best team I've ever worked with. Very cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm still audition. I mean, it's very funny. I, I actually live in Old Town, Pasadena. Um, I have a loft there, which I'm very lucky to have. But, you know, in the morning, because of the difference in time, I find myself, you know, I'm in the closet, you know, banging out my auditions, <laughs> just like anyone else. Right, right. Uh, so you work from home for your auditions, and then you come to your studio in Burbank? Here, then, you know, obviously I'll do stuff here, but a lot of it because it's if they need it at 8 a.m. New York time, that's 5 a.m. our time. So I'd, <laughs> I'm not getting up that early. So I'll basically, you know, do stuff the night before that kind of right. stuff to make sure everything's timed right. out. But it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's the same thing with, with you know, cartoons, um, you know, all the, the video game stuff. I mean, it, it's, you know, you're in the moment. You just go in and do it. A lot of that. You know, um, we do, I do a, a class here the last Saturday of every month as well and, and try and – what we do is not so much getting into all of the, the crap all about it. I'm just feeling that – I'm not feeling the sparkles that needs to be more and more low. Uh-huh. And it, you know, the interesting thing is, is that what you're bringing to the table is a voiceover artist. It's your style, your timing, your technique. Um, you know, it's that individualism. It's your voice quality. That's what you're bringing to it. Um, the kid that opens his mouth on American Idol and you go, damn, he didn't learn how to do that in a six-week class. <laughs> so our premise here is much more from the aspect of, of business. Because we are a big working voiceover studio, we know what producers and directors are looking for because we're sitting there with right. them. So we're, knowing, we're very privy to what's going on on the other side of the glass. So when you're sitting in here and they're yelling at each other and you're thinking, oh my God, you know, I, that was terrible. Actually, what he's saying is I didn't want cheese on my hamburger or something, <laughs> you know. Um, so it, it's a little bit different feel is all. It it uh, So it, it just gives us a, a, a little better idea of how the business aspect of, of the voiceover business works. And that's all, you know, that's all I've ever done. It's not a music studio. It's just voiceover. And it's paid for, you know, uh, let's see, it's paid for the divorce and it's paid for <laughs> two kids through college. And, that's you know, good. So, you know, yeah. so we're paying and their life is good. To what do you uh, owe the success so far that you've been able to enjoy? What do you mean as far as what? Well, I mean, you know, the economy has been kind of tough and a lot of uh, agents have kind of thrown in the towel. There has been a lot of um, advertising agencies uh, shifted 
from the year 2000 to now, there's been a major paradigm shift with people working out of their home studios. The voiceover market has shifted to a lot more celebrities voicing than used to. So how do you attribute your success and all of these changes that have occurred in the industry? Um, we're all unemployed, actually. So <laughs> I'm actually talking to you from my car. I live there now. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, uh, well, see, we've been very fortunate in that respect in that the, the VO business, um, it's a double-edged sword. What you were talking about is as far as, you know, people with home studios. The the problem, the upside to that is that, you know, it it allows everyone to kind of play in the arena. The downside is having a home studio is not really conducive to social or hygienic skills. Um <laughs> You know, because you're sitting in that room all day. Right. The the interesting thing is is it's opened the doors. I mean, now you have people that are you know in you know Moose Dick, Iowa, doing that. Yeah, you probably heard me on that on hold message for Fred's real estate. Exactly. I'm a voice guy. Right. You know, and it's like, I, great. You know, so it's kind of changed the 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 whole face of the industry because you have a lot of a lot of people playing on the field now, where it used to be a, a little more select. Exactly. Here we're very lucky in that. <clears throat> Excuse me. We do across the board. Um, again, uh, animation stuff. We do a lot of cartoons. We're the West Coast studio for Sesame Street, so we do all Aww. of that kind of stuff. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, we do like uh, we, you know we had recorded uh, Life and Times of Tim for HBO, which is a whole different cartoon with hookers and all kinds of fun things because it's HBO. Um, a lot of things for Adult Swim. Right. Okay. Um, we also do what we lovingly call the vagina logs for Lifetime Oxygen Hallmark. <laughs> um, you know, that's all that shattered innocence, <laughs> notes from the heart. You know, it's, it's all those kind of things. Right. Um, so we do a lot of dialogue replacement. We also do a lot of, of larger um, – uh, oh goodness! Uh, Modern Family, you know, for ABC, uh, the new show. Uh, is it uh, is it Ben and Kate? Is that what it's? Yeah. Um, so we're doing you know, stuff for that. Um, so a lot of first run network stuff we're doing as well. Plus, you know, we do you know Sci Fi Channel as far as dialogue replacement, you know, Discovery, and then I'm I'm still narrating. Um, we're about midway through uh, season four for Alaska State Troopers, which I narrate. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. Thankfully, so. Um, it's just, it, it's very diverse. And then we do a lot of commercial work too. And being in LA, we even do a lot of Spanish stuff. We've been doing a ton of Spanish politicals. We do Spanish spots for Little Caesars, for Taco Bell, for, you know, uh, you know, Toyota. It's kind of across the board. You're really a big so, hub in LA. Thankfully, it's, it's busy enough and there's enough different things that, that we stay relatively busy, which is good. Yeah. And you're, so. it sounds like you're a real hub in the LA area for the, for the recording voiceover group. That was very. I've never actually been called a hub. Can you say that again, really quietly? Yeah, you hub. You hub. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do I say it or do you? No. So tell me then, how do you balance which was which takes more percentage of your work life, the voiceover artist or the the studio owner? Well, the studio portion, obviously, just because you're you're running multiple studios and multiple sessions, so you've got a lot of you may have a lot of different things running at, at one time. Um, it's very interesting. And then you'll, you know, walk down the hallway and you're hearing, you know, cartoon voices coming out of Studio Four, and you know, Joe Montaigne is in Studio A doing a, a new Mario Puzo book, and upstairs is an ISDN session to the BBC, and that, so it's it's all over the place. I mean, it's it's 
you know, yeah, the fun yeah. thing is it, it's very different day to day. You'll never really know what you're going to be doing. It sounds uh, like it. It sounds know, we, like it. You know, ad agency stuff as well, that kind of stuff, you know, McDonald's spots. And, and then we even do all the tutorial stuff for Microsoft, you know, so wow. it's it, tons of things. Yeah. You know. Well, um, we, with with that uh, in mind, we're going to come back and find out a little bit on the personal side of Mark. Great. Perfect. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Check us out next time. Bye for now.